It's a group of very nice people. There must be at least, I don't know, there may be 20, 21 road tracks here. Some vintage old Dodges. They're quite cool. And, uh, you know, you can pretty well guarantee it. Everybody's going to be nice. And some you may want to engage in certain conversations a little more than others, perhaps. And, and in fact, I found a couple like that. Very, very interesting. I've heard from Newfoundland. He from small town Ontario. And, uh, gosh, they got a place in Newfoundland, and uh, I think they go to Costa Rica, and they travel, and uh, they seem to have their shit together. So that that was nice. And, and all the while, my morning gummy had kicked in, and so the conversation is fun, you know. You're, you're two cute little dogs with them. So I was sort of, I think I was coming into this, you know, on the high of um, Kerouac, and almost thinking... You know, I hate to, no, I wasn't going to say better than these people, but different, you know, uh, special, all the words that sort of separate yourself from others. And, and it's that's not a nice thing. It's not a healthy thing. And um, so it just took spending a little time with people and realizing, no, we've all got our quirky ways. And we all have our own sense of values and way of engaging but I guess uh, that's what it comes down to is I should make an effort to engage so I did, you know, I took a little walk around and talked to different people but this is a little bit almost uh, yeah, I suppose good looking anti-social, it's not, but just sitting by my own fire when everybody else is bringing their wood to the communal fire but um, yeah, I just a little voice, maybe my my friend Barnacle Bill out in Vancouver, he influences me a lot. He would have just built the fire, so I did burning the uh, little blocks of wood that are probably have been treated with chemicals that I shouldn't be sitting in front of and shouldn't be burning, but I am anyway. I am, uh, you know, after um, after uh, LCK, I felt at the top of my game. I really felt on top. And here I'm feeling like, oh, I'm I'm starting to slide. And by that, I I, I guess I mean physically. uh, I don't know. Am I getting a little sloppy? A little careless? I don't know. I hope not. Uh, But I'm sensing my decline. That's what it's coming down to. I'm sensing my, you know, inevitable and and, and steady. I'm, I'm feeling the decline. It was... You know, aware that, oh, I am going to get worse. Things will get harder to do. Some things I won't be able to do. And right now, I feel okay with that. Yeah, hey, I've had a good run. Like, I, my, my starting point is always, what a good, blessed, fun life I've had. So, uh, it's going to 
end a little earlier or put me out of commission for a while, well, I am still very grateful. I did preach that today with our group, and I did preach my usual speech about uh, we should put all the money we can into education, and every kid gets music and art, and and the other person walking by said, and a teacher librarian, yes, all those things that have been cut by by progressive governments that really only want people well-trained so that maybe foreign companies will come and build because Canada has well-trained, you know, um, people, workers. You know, that's sort of the way they're selling it. He'll give you the skills and experience you need for the job market. Hey, it's education. It's about opening your mind. It's about exercising your brain. It's about using your imagination. It's about exploring, finding out what your skills and talents are, finding out who you are, making friends, uh, and, and you know, getting a chance at things like the music, like the art, like the phys ed, having a library, librarian read stories, oh, these are cutbacks, know the cost, you know, blame the unions, costs are too high. Anyway. That's where I'm at right now. I'm trying not to feel better than anybody else, but also knowing um, you want to sort of suss out who are the people you really want to talk to sometimes. I, I know that that sounds so selfish. That sounds so... My God. Almost classist, you know. I don't fit in well. Well, I I mean, I do. I can. I can fit in as well as I want. But, uh, I mean, it would be the polite thing to go and join the group. The right thing. And when I get there, I will know and I will engage and have a pleasant conversation with somebody and be glad that I did. So, just uh, clearing my head a little. I guess that's what uh, I do on the Dixon Jane Show. Clear my head or try to. Verbal dumps that uh, help me know where I'm at, what's going on, what do I need to fix. Took the other half of the gummy. It'll kick in another hour, I guess, when I'm probably when I'm sitting around the fire, and that'll help. That'll help. Got myself a second beer. So, doing okay, doing okay, doing okay. Enjoying this a special book that uh, I found. Yeah, I put it back already. Uh, from a conference in 1987 in Quebec City about Kerouac. So, you know, French people, they're talking about his French side, and uh, both American speakers, and Ginsburg was there and gave a presentation, very interesting, on Jack's understanding of Buddhism. It was Kerouac's ethics. Was the, ethics was the topic. Um... And uh, another one called Free Beer, which I think I've read before and heard about before by somebody who claims to have hung out with Jack when he was in Florida and take him to all those bars and uh, drive him around and enough to know his mother. And, you know, that's what the letters Jack wrote him. So I think, well, I want proof. Surely you still have those letters. If this is real. 
I think it is. I think it was written as it was meant to be. But it's sad. It's sad. It describes the broken Jack. And then there's the boy. Ginsburg does not hold back uh, when he describes Jack uh, at that time. Like, you know, the the anti-Semitism that his mother would engage in and, and just the the nasty things he'd call drunk at two in the morning and to see how far he could push. So, you know, another side of Jack, the real human, at times, when drunk, not so nice. Blame the demon alcohol. All right, I'll get back to tending my little fire here and uh, see how the rest of the day unfolds. I did. It's it is funny. I, maybe I didn't tell this, but uh, I had suggested that idea of going around taking pictures of everybody. And forgive me if I'm repeating the story already. Um, and I was the only one who didn't get their picture taken. They did everybody every, at every road track. And um, it's because I was sleeping. That's when I had my cozy little nap and listening to uh, Mark Maron and lying in bed. And they came around, the whole group, everybody doing a tour of the road tracks. And I'm the only one not there. I think that's quite fitting and quite funny. So, uh, let's see. Anyway, I have to make the best of it. I have to join in. I have to be part of this gathering. It, it, it is It is wrong of me to try and pull myself out and stay by myself. This is not necessary. I should join in and contribute something. Be nice. Just simply be nice. And uh, that is the right thing to do. Yeah. Try not to make it about me. Maybe I'll ring the rock, though. Scarborough dude signing off from his little fire in the Pinery Provincial Park. On Saturday night, mid-October. Cold but not raining. Bye for now. Uh, yeah, me again. It is uh, Sunday morning. October, whatever that is. Middle of the month. Ah, sun is shining. Trees, of course, are temporarily blocking it out, but it's wonderful to look around and again see the the sunlight on the leaves. It's quite a gathering. Uh, I feel kind of necessary to document this just a little bit. Uh, you know, it's not that often I get out on a road trek gathering, and, and it's pretty neat. I mean, the commonality is we've got road treks. The thing is, everybody loves their own road trek, and we're going from there. So I'm looking at a 1999 Dodge 190. And uh, there's a lot of, you know, you'd almost call them vintage vehicles that have been on the road 20, 30 years and still going strong. And new owners buying them and saying, oh, yeah, we're going to keep this five or ten years. That's really quite wonderful. So people look at mine, 2008, and think, wow, that's a new one. So I'm pretty lucky, really, with what I've got. I think there's less to go wrong. Uh, Which doesn't mean there won't be headaches. A lot of the talk centers around, I know there's one woman in particular who knows an awful lot about road tracks and does it all herself and, and you know, will go to any lengths to tell you how she keeps mice out, etc. Which for a lot of people is very useful. 
I just don't like to hear too much talk about, um, you know, the maintenance and, and the things, some of the things I neglect a little bit. I mean, I do what I have to do. Got to get an oil change. It's going in for an oil change next week. Uh, Got to be winterized. Going to be winterized the week after. So, you know, things get done that have to be done. But in terms of checking the level, water level in your onboard batteries, no, um, haven't done that one yet. I'm supposed to do that every few months. Um, so for me, it, I mean, it's just reflective of the life. You know, I don't want problems. I don't want complications. I want things simple to work out for me. And, and I get by on a lot of luck. But there's others who just thrive on problem solving and fixing things. And... and that's not just who I am at all. So last night I did join the big fire, and there must have been 30 people sitting around. So there was a huge fire. I mean, a ton of wood there, a blazer, but keeping only a very few people warm. And then uh, the person who was hosting the site put out these little cans. Two of them just had wax, and but a huge flame gave off some heat. And another can with kindling in it, meant to be a portable fire. And that worked well, and I was facing that one. But, I mean, I arrived there, and, you know, with some hesitancy, and uh, got a beer in my pocket. And, uh, you know, she said, don't worry, there'll be a chair for you. Well, when I arrived, uh, you know, nobody noticed I had come in in the dark. And in front I said, oh, Ken's, Ken's there, Ken's there. Oh, Ken, there's a chair for you leaning against the... Uh, uh, Van, well, the fact is, I can't handle the cane and unfolding a chair. It's simple, something as simple as that, unless I'm leaning on the van, or you know, I, I've, it's complicated. It would have been nice just to have the chair ready, and you know, I'm not boy. Oh boy, I know this sounds like I'm asking for a lot, but the fact is, I couldn't do it. And then the chair, they had moved. Everybody just moved in closer. So there was absolutely no space anywhere to fit a chair into the circle. And, I, you know, there's no way I could start doing that. And uh, so I did. Somebody finally, everybody had to move a little bit, almost everybody, to widen the circle again. So I did say I, I didn't mean to make such a fuss on arrival and cause such chaos. But it depends. who. You, so once you're in that chair, well, you can't move. And it depends who's beside you, what kind of conversation, if any, you're going to have. And a lot of the time it's just listening. And, and so overall, it's just, for me, that's just not a lot of fun. You know, I mean, I got some interesting talk with one guy hearing about his trip. You hear about people's, where they've gone, you know, after you've established what their vehicle is and um, so on. But after the kind of... You know, the, the kind of conversations I like to have at the Only Cafe and certainly at uh, LCK, where there's no limits. It's, it's not defined by social niceties. Um, that, that's kind of what I what I want. And, and so I'm glad I built my own fire and spent most of my time at my place by myself and then joined. And then at, at some point, when there, was, there, was, there was no conversation happening at all about me and just... Uh, conversations with people I didn't particularly want to hear what they had to say. So I left, and by God, got to bed at a reasonable hour, maybe 11-ish, again listening to podcasts. 
and uh, woke up once to pee, which seems to be a regular thing now. It never used to be. Um, and then next thing you know, it's 9 o'clock. Holy shit. But very comfortable, very enjoyable sleep, and that's something that I do like doing, sleeping in. So here we are. I just made my first coffee, and it's, uh, gosh, it's what time is it now? Uh, 11.40. It, it, it's nice. I'm glad I came. Very glad I came. It's a wonderful park. It's great to see the sun now. And it, it's pretty cool seeing these things. And I, uh, on top of that, as, as an outsider, I got that thing in motion where everybody had their picture taken. Finally, because I was the one who slept through the first round, uh, the couple came around in the evening when I was alone at, with my fire and took a couple of night photos of me at my vehicle, so that'll be included. So I, I feel I made a contribution in that respect and I'm, that's you know it's like pulling your weight if, if you're going to be part of something or join something you've got to give something a lot of people just gave firewood which was great I didn't I held on to mine I got one piece left for the next fire who knows when that'll be um, so yeah now today I'm faced with the drive home which can be ugly if you get into 401 traffic and um, dumping the tanks, which is never fun. I still don't know if my uh, my uh, macerator is working properly or not. I should have asked. I I didn't really want to get into it. I posted a note. My fan doesn't work. If anybody, and then I realized I don't want to come here and solve problems or work on this or think about doing that. I, I guess. I, I am like the immature child who just never quite grew up. I had an older brother and sister who took all the responsibility, and I got away with everything, and I'm still that spoiled youngest child. No, I don't want to do that. No, I don't make a point of ruining other people's fun. I, you know, I'm not that bad. But I basically, I, wa I want to do what I want to do, and what I want to do is not worry about all the fucking things that can go wrong with my road trick. Like leaking windows. The older models have. So I think somebody concluded we all get... Everybody seems happy with the road trick they have. They get the one they're supposed to have. And it, it really seems like that. People are really... Their road trick is their road trick. And that's the one they're supposed to have. It's not, oh, I wish I had that model or something. Uh, mind you... When you look at a brand new 2023 with an enclosed toilet and shower and the whole fuck, these are pretty nice. But uh, you know, you know, you're talking big, big money to drive one of those off. That's somebody with a good pension plan. Arrange that. All right. I think I got. I'm. The thing is, road tracks are neat to look at. They're they're cool machines. And, uh, they're, uh, so it is cool. I mean, I would go to another one, but, uh, again, kind of on my terms. They talked about, um, there's another group that, you know, you, you, you join a membership and then you go off to these rallies and they'll maybe charter a bus and take people around to different places and all the meals are provided. But I heard the last one was 300 bucks. And people did not feel that they got their money's worth. That included your your stay, your wherever it was you were staying, using a private campground. Uh, but the meals were a bit skimpy, and uh, you know you've you've paid a lot of money for 
for that kind of thing. And and then they have organized games. And they go, oh, okay, okay, count me out. Whoa, 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 that is not my thing. So I will skip those. Anyway, the Scarborough dude just uh, checking in. Good. Getting up to date. And, uh, yeah, winding down this weekend. I got a buzzing going on, so uh, we're going to shut this baby off. And uh, back at you later. No idea, you know, where we're at, what I've said, what I'm going to say. I, I am... And I don't like bringing it up here because I don't want it to be the focus of the topic. But boy, I can feel this ongoing deterioration. Like, boy, in, in the dark in particular. And I'm going to have to do something about that because uh, otherwise it'll, it'll, I'll go along with it. And what I should be doing is being a little more proactive and getting hold of a physiotherapist and taking regular exercise classes with somebody because I won't do it on my own. And I'm sure that it would at least slow down the decline or uh, the, the idea in the beginning was no you got to train your brain you got to march these patterns you know do these exercises lifting this foot and and I had them all and I, I just I never follow through on them I that, again this gets back to the this little child who uh, never quite wanted to grow up that's why I mean I loved <laughs> I talked about this on a podcast once of yeah, my heroes like hey, I loved Peter Pan. Of course, you don't want to grow up, and I was totally on his side. And I thought it was really unfair that, you know, you're making him go through all this. Guy, he just he just wants to play. That seems why not? And then the three little pigs story. You know, so what if he built a house out of what I don't know what was it? It wasn't feathers or straw. You know, why should he be punished for that? You know, that's you know all that stuff. Anyway. I do what I have to do, and one of the things I have to do is put out a podcast every month. So, you know, maybe there's a trade-off there every month, every week. So uh, that could be it. And sharing a little bit of myself, always, always, always in the hope that somebody else will pick pick up something I said. Oh, yeah, I'm like that, too, and maybe feel better about themselves, that they're not alone, because that's that's what I learned in uh, seven weeks, eight weeks of group therapy. We're all the same. We're all fragile. We all have these needs. We all have these fears and anxieties. We all have this habit of comparing to others and measuring ourselves. And we got to just let go and feel the spirit and be who we are and love ourselves just for that, for being the unique individuals we are. But boy, oh boy, is that a hard one to do. Bye for now. This is a great CD. Revolution, it's called. An assortment. Yeah, so I've just uh, come back in. And uh, I'm basically in for the night. No fire anywhere. Not like last night. However, I am still at the park. I don't think I announced that earlier. 
I uh, sat there knowing I had to, you know, get on the road, dump the tanks. And I just didn't feel like it. I felt that I just want to sit and read a little more and realized, well, I can do that. And uh, called my dear wife and let her know. Fine. Enjoy. And uh, so here I am inside after uh, lighting up. had the pleasure of the company of... Uh, some of the ladies who are still here at my picnic table this afternoon. I learned a lot about quilting. Oh, yeah, very pleasant, uh, pleasant, very pleasant people. And uh, good to be a part of it, but uh, you know, stay on the fringes, stay on the fringes. Anyway. Once again, that feeling, hmm, didn't I have something I thought was important to say? Or is it just a need, and I'm only satisfying a need? It was that little bit of fear of uh, going into the fog, you know? Oh, God. When, you know, there's the physical decline, which you deal with. But the mental decline to think that you know, you're forgetting things or a little confused or not following a conversation or uh, maybe not seeming to care. I don't think I'm there yet. But it's of course it's a it's a you know it's 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 back there the idea. Oh God. You just don't want to leave a mess for your family. You want them to uh, be sad when you're gone and they, they miss you. But you uh, you also don't want to make it... Well, it's hard not to make it unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, dying. Not ready for it. Myself, right? Yet, I got. I still have stuff to do, and uh, certainly a lot to learn. But uh, almost feel like I'm. I'll go out on a limb here and say, at times, I feel I'm in. You know, it's so hard to say. It's so hard to say. I don't know why, but. Uh, I think I'm maybe losing the thread here. That is definitely a result of the weed. That's not uh, senility sinking in. That's that's the weed. This CD is uh, is something else, and a lot of things are now. The book I'm reading. Okay, I want to talk about the book I'm reading uh, about Kerouac, and it stems from a conference in Quebec City, 1987. Maybe I mentioned this earlier. And uh, the stories, Roger Burnell is a piece in French. Uh, they cover many aspects. Allen Ginsberg did a very, very good one. Maybe so apologies if I'm repeating myself, but I'm realizing more and more this is a very special book. Like, I'm getting different angles here. I'm getting fresh material. Carolyn Cassidy has a piece, of course. And... Uh, Ferlinghetti, about the night they didn't meet Henry Miller, all the stuff that resonates with me is, is in this book. 
it's quite special. And I, I don't know, like I just was in my basement bar with all my Kerouac books, and this one was out by itself. And I thought, I don't even know if I've read that book or where and when I got it. Hope you're enjoying the background music. I am. I may put this on intentionally. And uh, I don't know if I'll repeat it or not, but it's uh, pretty powerful. It's a powerful, powerful um, CD. I'm getting some puffs here with the peas. Okay, so uh, I don't know if I gave you anything worthwhile or not, but uh, I did what I had to do. Grab the mic, turn it on, start talking, and uh, hang on for dear life. Holy shit. No, I, I, this is getting a little trippy and kind of nice. I'm in Sal. I'm high like I used to get high. This music is fucking blowing my mind. And I've got my lovely little strip of those, you know, the strip lighting, but inch apart, going the length of the road track. Now I've got it set for red. It's kind of nice. It's trippy. This hey, this is a cozy little pad. I, I should give a little more credit to Inside Sal. Sal, I'm sorry if I've neglected you because this is so fucking comfortable. I got the front seat turned facing me. I got my slippers on. I got fucking slippers here. I got my slippers on. My feet up on that. That that seat is holding my pocky and some, uh, you know, some nuts and things. I got the table out here. Right there, and on that table, I've got uh, some chocolate bar, a couple of plates, a glass of wine, my recorder bag, my iPhone, and the controller for the lights. Other times, it has food on it. The pot is cleaned. I finished the beef stew that my wife made. Like, here you go. The whole plan. I booked two nights. I'm on my way home. And then sitting in a chair and realizing, I don't have to go home now. What? Monday's a better day to go. There won't be such a long lineup at the dumping station. There won't be such traffic chaos. You need a day to read that book. You need a day to sit. You need a day to chill. You need another nice fucking holiday for yourself, dude. Take it. I got it. Holding it right now. This is wonderful. This is just fucking wonderful. And and I look back, I got the bed down, the sleeping bag's there, I got the pillow that I like, my book's in a bag that if I want to switch to another book, they're there. Uh, Just places, it's just a very cozy, cozy place to sleep back there. And then right beside me, right behind me, right there, the toilet, when you got to get up in the middle of the night and have a pee, it's right there. There's a better world coming, and I'll tell you why. Better world to come in, don't you see? When we'll all be union, then we'll all be free. There's a better world to come in, don't you see? There's a better world to come in, don't you know, no, no. There's a better Wishful thinking, but uh, of course, who wouldn't wish for a better world? I'm a union man in a union war. It's a union world I'm fighting for. There's a better all right. world to come in. I'm going to sign off. I'm going to actually get back to uh, not talking, but uh, sitting and soaking it all in. But I, this this does feel, I, I feel like I'm in touch with people, right? Like right now I'm not alone. 
sitting here alone in this wonderful box, but I'm sharing. I'm putting my voice out there, and I'm sharing, so I, I have company, which is kind of nice. It's kind of nice, you know. Because you sit back. I was sitting on the bench earlier and just sitting there alone and thinking, okay, what am what am I'm in the now. What is the meaning of this now? You know, yeah, silly question, of course. <laughs> but, um, yeah, what am I going to make of this night? And what I did was, I, I seem, I, it's like I followed myself. I just followed myself. I just let myself lead and what I wanted to do, roll a, roll a few joints, you know, get outside. Smoke a joint, and what it was nice, I smoked half the joint just before those three ladies showed up at my table, and so their conversation about quilting, and I was really into it, asking a lot of questions, and uh, and then, anyway, it helped, and I just uh, had the second half. So there's that. I don't know if that was an important piece of the uh, story or not. Part of it is also. Maybe just trying to. You, you, you want to be sharing a moment. That's what I was doing with the letter writing. You know, you're sitting at a cafe and you write a friend a letter. You're giving him the now, and I'm trying to give somebody else the now. Now, this is my now. This is my now, and it's a happy now. I got the fridge. I got the nice sticker on the fridge that I put in there. A cuzy, crazy coffee time picture. I've made this mine. This is mine. And I, I make use of the music, the sound system, the lights, you know. I got candles that I normally, I, I should I should have the candle handy. Um, I bought a couple, I think a big, you know, a couple of real Catholic type candles. But, uh, yeah, on the other hand, I don't really need one now. You don't have to fine tune everything and fix everything because then you become consumed by how do I make this moment perfect? Well, I'll tell you. The good news about that is moments don't last long. So if it's not perfect now, it might be perfect later. Who knows? You know, you may get lucky. Oh, I'm being a little silly here. I did pick out, I have a library here too. Okay, here's the wonderful thing. I've got a library. You know, it's limited, small, not a whole lot of books. But I suppose half of them are Zen-related three at least are but then I just picked out Lonesome Travelers so after reading all about Kerouac who knows I might start and just read a few uh, passages of the man I've been hearing about and reading about uh, for so long without actually hearing or reading the man himself but boy that, that book I was talking about it is interesting it is good it was put out by Carleton Press Carleton University I think and uh, a collection of a, sounded like a very important gathering in Quebec City in uh, 1987. I don't hear any reference to that. It was before, you know. Anyway, it, it uh, brought in people and uh, a lot of interesting discussions. And the book reflects lots of different perspectives. But they all knew this is this is important. This is something's happening here. Recognizing it was really celebrating the French Canadian roots of uh, Kerouac and. Uh, and everybody trying to lay claim to him, which part was American, which part was French-Canadian. And one of the articles even arguing about the no, no, real Breton French, and because of all the lists, all the French authors at uh, Rimbaud and, and others who influenced Kerouac. So there's a lot of meat in that book, I'm just saying. 
It's uh, it's uh, it's quite special. <sighs> Suppose you want me to tell you the name of it. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Come on, I just put it. Oh no, I put it back in the bag. I don't know why we're doing this. I don't know why I'm doing this. That's my lonesome traveler copy. Here it is, an homme grand, an homme grand, Jack Kerouac, at the crossroads of many cultures. And it's in English and French, so a lot of French stories. Got a neat cover to it as well. Now, I've promised this one to Guilherme because I can't read the French. And um, Guilherme's a special person. Very nice person, delighted to have just to have you know seen her arrive at uh, the Kerouac gathering. This girl from Quebec, this pretty girl, who turns out to be a lot of fun. Anyway, am I getting sidetracked here? Perhaps. Uh, so anyway, that's why I'm reading it again and making uh, serious. And maybe I'll uh, maybe. Uh, Guilin in Ottawa, the Chateau Lafayette sometime, or who knows, or the only cafe would be great. Okay. Probably shutting down. The music shut down. Time for a change, boys and girls. Thank you for your patience. I know I, uh, I wander a little, but who doesn't when they're high? And today I noticed a lot of the ladies I was talking to were wandering in, well... Wandering. No, everybody wanders in their speech. Can be nice. Everybody stories get, you know, discombobulated sometimes. All right. Anyway, it's uh, this was the weekend of that little pioneer gathering of a uh, sort of a subset of road trekkers because it's not part of the official home and country club that you buy membership for. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Discovery Dude signing off, and uh, I guess this is probably the end of a podcast. I don't know. Don't know where we're at. Bye for now. Good morning. Oh, hang on. There we go. It's, uh, yeah, well, it's the Monday morning. It rained all night, and it uh, rained during the morning, and now it's uh, fortunately... Oh, yes, chicken too. Okay, enough. We'll later. Thank you. Um, it's uh, stopped now, and that's great because i got to make my way home, and first I have to dump the tanks, and that takes a good uh, 20 minutes or so to... Uh, Get all the, these are the waste tanks that, um, there's two of them. There's the black tank, which is from the toilet. And, uh, of course, nobody has, uh, taken a dump in this thing. Certainly not since I owned it. And, uh, previous owner said, no, they never did. They never did poo poo. Uh, so, anyway, it's all a lot of, uh, liquid there. So you dump that one first, and then you dump your, uh, gray tank. Which is the sink water and, and waste or shower water if you have any. And that kind of flushes out, but then you gotta, you know, dump some buckets of water down to sort of rinse the system. And meanwhile, you're, you, this is a hose you're holding into the, uh, waste tank, uh, you know, pipe. And, uh, you're supposed to be running a generator, um, macerator 
which chews up anything solid. Of course, there shouldn't be anything solid in it. The macerator I had to have replaced. Sorry about this road track talk. Uh, you know, they, they do go, and they're not always the most functional, but it's part of the system, so you got to keep everything working, especially if you want to sell it someday, and that day will come when I just won't be able to function uh, well enough to keep going in this thing. But by God, I can now, and what a treat. Just giving myself a good coffee. I've got the lights on, and I think I've got one more passage to read in Grand Homme, and that is the story uh, by uh, Gerald uh, Nicosia, or Nicosia, Nicosia, I guess, uh, who has written probably one of the most well-known Kerouac biographies and has just uh, re-edited and uh, er, put out a an updated version uh, and he's somebody who knew Kerouac and has a lot of respect in the community. But unfortunately, I believe he is also the person, is it him, who is um, not sort of appreciated by the Sampas family, who has the control of the estate, uh, because he's, you know, always insisting that uh, the, the nephew of Jack Kerouac, uh, Jack's sister's son, uh, John should have got some, as well as uh, Kerouac's daughter, who he virtually gave nothing to. Anyway, that's a big, huge controversy within the whole realm, and so you don't see his name come up on the Kerouac site. But uh, here it is. So I've got this one that's called Kerouac, Writer Without a Home. And uh, it's the last story in this wonderful book, An Ongrand, Jack Kerouac at the Crossroads of Many Cultures. Highly recommended if you can find it. All right, uh, I'm going to get on to it. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to read a little bit. I just wanted to close this off. Share um, it last night. I, what I was trying to say, and I kept saying it's too hard to say. I, that was so stupid. It was because I was high, and sometimes you, you get when you're high, your mind jumps ahead of itself and thinks about what will that sound like, and so you're almost. You're self-censoring. I'm sure you're all familiar with that. Uh, and in this case, I felt that I was on a fast track to um, higher awareness, higher wisdom. Well, not you can't have higher wisdom, but I, I guess I felt I was really, and I, and I felt this so strongly. Uh, at LCK in, in Lowell that, damn, I'm I'm getting it, I'm getting it, I'm getting it, I'm just, I, I felt in this very right space. And it was partly the environment, uh, partly the positive energy that maybe you just catch the flow of other people's energy as well. I don't know. Uh, I know certainly um, um, Larry, that mysterious fellow had had an impact on me, and, and I felt sort of, you know, I don't know, I thought, I, I guess I held up hope he'd be guiding me to a, 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 a to be kinder. All this is about kindness, and I felt he was a representative of somebody you need to be kind to, and, and it's sad that um, I don't think his is an entirely happy life right now at all. Um, but there he was, this mysterious figure showing up at Kerouac, and I'm just so damn happy 
that he was in the picture of the close, stuck around for the closing and was in that final picture of the uh, the gang who stayed on the Monday. It meant a lot, uh, well, meant a lot to me. And I will be writing him next week. So, yeah, there's still a connection there. But, no, I, I was trying to say I really felt I, like I was, I'm, I'm getting it. Uh, and it boils down to really, really trusting your intuitions and, and your guts and, and kind of going with the flow. But it doesn't necessarily mean being groovy, happy all the time, but being right, doing the right thing. I'm getting better at it in little ways. You know, when I think of something, I think my my default was always, oh, yeah, okay, I'll do that later. And now it's, no, do it now, which is amazing for me. It's like after a lifetime of, of procrastination, um, and it's not, I'm not, I'm, I haven't perfected that by by a long shot, but the little things, you know, while I think about, okay, yeah, do that now. And it's especially true when you're camping, it's almost like a little test case for life because you've, you've got, you're, you're responsible for the basics, getting through a day. Using the toilet as necessary, <laughs> washing dishes, feeding yourself, preparing food, cleaning up, putting things away, being practical, uh, and it, it's wonderful because you're you're responsible for you. In this case, very different uh, in, than a home environment. So, I, and these little excursions are great training lessons. I find, and I'm I'm just getting better and better at doing this. Like. The idea of just stacking all my dishes in that plastic container I bought in this that fits in the sink, and then doing them all at once with hot water, you know, which reminds me, turn the hot water and the water pump off before leaving. Okay, or do I need the water pump on while I'm draining the tanks? Hmm. Uh, there's lots of things I don't know, and lots of things. I mean, I, I say all that. Good for you, Ken. And there's ooh. I think that was just a gust of wind blew the rain out of the trees, I hope. Um, yeah, good for you, Ken, except that there were so many other things. As people start talking about doing this and doing that to their road tracks, and, hey, I'm not interested. That, that's not me, you know. Anyway, yeah, this business of last night, I was too shy to say that I really felt I was... You know, it's hard to put it, find the right phrase. You don't want to say heading in the right direction because the direction is constantly changing. Being, being, in, being aware of the moment, being in the moment, and making decisions from the moment. Maybe that's part of it. Um, waking up to it. I, I mean, I really, when I came in, in the night, I thought, okay. I, I, sometimes when you're really alone, alone, you do ask, who am I? What am I supposed to be doing? Is this, is this, what does this life mean? I guess when you're high, you're a little more reflective that way. But what, what is the meaning of this moment? And is it supposed to be more, you know, I'm sort of almost waiting for some sudden thing to happen. And I don't, quite know what that is but meanwhile said, okay well what are you doing you're going to sit back you're going to put on this Kerouac CD the one that uh, just came out recently 50 years later or whatever 
which had some of Jack Jack reading and then a lot of the the joking songs from the past about the beatniks. I'm cool, you know, the, the weird stuff, which is fun. It's a lot of fun. It ain't beat. It was novelty records. Um, but that was good. It would have been really nice to have somebody like John um, Sinclair have some of his stuff on because, boy, when, he, when his live readings <laughs> at LCK, what a bonus. His, when he made those sounds, like he knew, he knew how to write the poems, he knew how to read the poems. They don't always go together. Like, I don't think Kerouac is the best reader. But boy, was he ever good. Uh, anyway, I know I'm bouncing around here, but it's, it's, part of that is, is the nature of the Dixon Jane's podcast. It is at the moment, whatever, what comes into my head. And for some listeners, that's just going to be boring. And I apologize and, you know, move on. Um, but I hope that if it, if I allow myself to stay uncensored to, to a large degree, you know, something truthful will come out. That, that's kind of what I've always been aiming for, and uh, often it does. Often it does. So anyway, we'll leave that it. This idea of, yeah, I think I'm on, I, was, I think the words I might have used last night or wanted to use, I'm on the fast track. And uh, I thought, no, it's that old part of my heritage that as soon as you say something about yourself, as soon as you brag, you have to be knocked down a pig. It's a crazy thing, but it's, it's you know, I, I think I was brought up with that. I'm sure it goes deeper and lo- further back, but, you know, don't you dare uh, think you're swell because I'll show you what swell is all about. And swell isn't this or whatever. All right, chicken, bye-bye. So uh, that's it. I'm closing off. This is the end of the uh, hodgepodge of a podcast from a bonus camping weekend here at Pinery Provincial Park, right on Lake Huron. Haven't seen the lake. I may stop at the beach on the way out. And, uh, yeah, I usually do. Scarborough Dude! Signing off. See you next week. Or something like that.